This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Upvoted No Sleep, where OP Mr. Beef Thighs writes... I'm currently moving across the country, from Portland, Oregon, to Atlanta, Georgia, for a job. Thankfully, I found a furnished apartment in Atlanta, so I wouldn't have to take any bulky furniture, and I figured I could fit pretty much all my belongings into my Toyota Highlander for the cross-country drive. It was just me and my dog, Meatball, and I decided that we could make a fun trip out of it. It was going to be a grueling three-day drive if I really pushed myself, but I thought I would stretch it to five or six and take the opportunity to camp in some of the incredible national parks that we were going to be driving through. I'll be honest with you, even though I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, I've never been an outdoorsy kind of guy. I'm honestly not too sure what I was thinking when I planned this trip, I guess I just romanticized the great American road trip in my head a bit too often. Plus, I wagered it would be cheaper and easier than to have to find a pet-friendly hotel every night. The first night we spent in a campground outside of Pocatello, Idaho. It was a beautiful area. Hills of golden grass stretched up into snow-covered mountains. I watched the sunset as I cooked me and meatball a hamburger each over my camping stove. Looking out onto the amber valley below reminded me of that movie where Tom Cruise punches a horse in the face. Can't remember the name of it. Outside of that brief moment of happiness, watching the sunset and telling Meatball about how he should never upset Tom Cruise, the first night camping wasn't good. I didn't know how to properly set up the tents, and I could only get it halfway erected, and the mosquitoes were in the clouds so thick that I thought I would choke to death if I breathed in too deeply. That's when I thought I might have bitten off a bit more than I could chew with this road trip. The second night, we camped in Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado. This time, I set the tents up correctly, and the mosquitoes didn't seem as bad. But it was hot. Unbelievably hot, and we didn't have much water. The third night, I decided to forget camping. Meatball and I are going to live in luxury tonight. We're getting a hotel. It ended up just being a run-down motel outside of Wichita, Kansas. We got a late start that morning, and it was already dark by the time I found the dumpy little roadside flophouse on a desolate flat stretch of highway that seemed miles away from anything. Picture the house from Courage the Cowardly Dog and you'll have a good idea of how smack-dab in the middle of nowhere this place was. I pulled into the ramshackle two-story motel, 
and saw the roof seem to bow inwards towards the middle. It was the type of place that you could tell had never been a nice place to spend a night. But it had air conditioning and a bed. That's all I really cared about. I hadn't slept well the last two nights, and wasn't sure how much further I could drive, and I sure wasn't about to camp another night. This was my only option. I went into the office and requested a room from the Walmart-sized woman who staffed the front desk. For the night or for an hour? She asked me, without looking up from her magazine. The night. The woman raised her eyes and stared at me a moment before speaking up again. Single or double? She asked. Whatever's available. The woman gestured a meaty arm to the parking lot. Son, there is my car, and there is your car. Do you see any other cars? Everything is available. Single or double? Double, I said, slightly embarrassed. I was wondering, do you all allow dogs? I'm planning on having my dog in the room with me. The woman stared at me again. (laughs) We rent rooms by the hour. So yes. I'd say we allow all sorts of animals in here. I took the key, collected my bag and meatball from the car, and headed to my ground floor room, room 319. It was the furthest end of the L-shaped motel from the office. I guess that front desk woman wanted her privacy as much as I wanted mine. I approached the door, unlocked it, and swung the door wide. The room smelled of mold and had pink wallpaper peeling from the corner near the bathroom. Meatball growled and pulled the leash in the opposite direction. Figuring he had to go to the bathroom, I tossed my bag into the room, closed the door, and walked Meatball to the field across the street where he could potty. I stared up at the stars until he was finished, and we walked back across the street. Crossing the parking lot, I noticed lights flick on and off in some of the rooms. One room had the shimmering blue glow of a television. (laughs) Oh, everything's available, huh? I thought to myself. I opened the door to my room, and still, Meatball tugged the leash in the opposite direction. I dragged him inside, and I threw him on the bed opposite mine. He seemed tense. Hair stood up on the back of his neck, and... He glared, unblinking, in the direction of the bathroom. I checked the rest of the room out. It was nothing unexpected. Just your everyday, hourly-rate motel. Dirty bathrooms with single-ply TP. Musty carpet that probably hadn't been vacuumed in years. Small desk with a heavy and uncomfortable chair. Cinder block walls. And a TV that was missing a remote control. I sat down on the bed and pulled from my bag a Ziploc bag of dog food and a bowl and fed Meatball his dinner. He wouldn't eat it. I moved to Meatball's bed and tried to calm him down, scratching behind his ears and hugging him gently when the TV turned on. Welcome to your final destination, the TV blared at maximum volume. The screen showed an airplane pilot grinning ear to ear while speaking into an intercom. We here at Broken Wings Airlines hope you enjoy your stay in... Mm, The pilot never finished his sentence, but he stared directly into the camera, unblinking. 
still holding the intercom to his gaping mouth. The co-pilot also stared straight ahead with a maniacal smile. And after a few moments, a flight attendant entered the cockpit and joined them, staring, seemingly out of the TV. I began to hear what sounded like muffled screams from the passengers behind the cockpit door. I stood up and I turned the TV off. I listened to the crackling screen of the old tube television and decided to unplug it as well. I turned to join Meatball back on his bed. When there was a knock at the door, I walked over and looked through the peephole, but I didn't see anyone. I closed the curtains and slid the chain lock in place over the flimsy motel door. (sighs) I hate motels. I'm not sure how anyone ever gets a good night's sleep in them with nothing separating your unconscious, dreaming body from the entire world except for a flimsy plywood door. But, hey, at least it's better than camping. I went into the bathroom to wash my face and brush my teeth. I was dead tired, and I knew I would be asleep within 30 seconds of hitting the pillow no matter how ratty the beds were. I remember deciding, right then, that I would push through to Atlanta as soon as possible and decided the great American road trip I had long dreamed of was just a bunch of annoying, inconvenient nonsense. I jumped into bed and turned out the lights, planning to be asleep in the next 30 seconds. Fifteen seconds after the lights were out, I heard a voice that wasn't mine, and it definitely wasn't Meatballs. Oh my god, man! The voice shouted in a panic. Am I going to die? And that was an upvoted no-sleep story by OP Mr. Beef Thighs. And the story isn't over either. Come on back tomorrow to hear the rest. Sweet dreams.